Hello, this is Grace Hayes, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb sh- Hideout. Hideout. <laughs> this is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. Manar, Mr. R. This is De La Foto, a.k.a. Tracksuit Poppy, a.k.a. You know, the brown man in the yacht club, obviously <laughs> today, obviously today, you know? Looking good with the floral prints. You know, just, uh, you know, a little, little teal, you know, in, interwebs will probably won't see it because it's uh, in black and white, but... Suited and booted, ready to go to a wedding. Yeah, you know, salute to Jay. Uh, congratulations, um, being married. You know, uh, Jay, he helped us out do a video at his studio, um, Light Styles Studio. Yeah, out there in Sparks. And Sparks, you know, so you know, and he's uh, you know married, which is good. It's a good thing. We're all we're all getting to that age where <laughs> everyone's getting married or there's funerals, and you know, at that point in our lives. Yeah, thanks. But, but congrats, Jay. Well, we've got another uh, great episode for you guys this week. Fantastic. Man. And uh, we're starting it off, uh, you know, we've got we've got some story time. Always story time with Sean, with them children. <laughs> this one isn't even going to be with children. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I let the wrong music play. We've got some story time music this time Ooh. for us. Get you in the vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, <laughs> you know, we, I got on Twitter a little while, <clears throat> a little while ago <laughs> and... Uh, just uh you know make your little forays you know <laughs> commenting on things you know mostly you know just look at it for the news yeah but uh amanda seals this this comic i follow on there was like what's your hottest take on black culture mm-hmm. and i was like you know and i was just like you need to stop washing your chicken <laughs> because like that is a thing people will do especially in the south especially black people is they like wash their chicken before they cook it like rinse it off okay which I'm guessing goes back to, you know, when they, had, when when, they plucked them and they had feathers. Yeah, like when your food, maybe that was something. But I'm like, like the CDC has like put out warnings against this because like it's like on YouTube people telling people to do this because they're like when you're sitting there rinsing it off, all you're doing is just spreading salmonella all over your kitchen. <laughs> Like in, a, in the water droplets and like the spray, like everywhere the it splash. goes, you're just mm-hmm. spreading it. And they're like, you don't need to wash your chicken. And this blew up. Like, I had, <laughs> I think it was like 60 comments on my comment, like, as of this morning, of people, like, either agreeing or, or arguing. It was like two-thirds agreed with me, <laughs> but there was, like, a good third of people who were like, what? You guys are tripping. Like, And then people, like, posting, like, you know, links to, like, CDC videos mm-hmm. and, like, trying to explain, like, why you shouldn't. And everyone's like, you guys are nasty. Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> And then it's like I was like, damn. And then I was just like, you know, like so this was on Wednesday and like Friday morning I was like, hey, it's twenty twenty one, y'all. Like we need to do better. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure like they've already washed it and cleaned it. It's just full of uh you know, it's the chicken's own juices. <clears throat> yeah, you're not helping it by doing that. You're making things worse. Yeah. Like cooking taste wise and also sanitary wise. So um yeah, for those of you who don't know. And then another comment someone was like, was like, you know, we make, need to make space for all types of blackness. And I was like, unless you put raisins in any other dish. <laughs> like 70 <laughs> people like that comment. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. So, you know, just having fun out there on tw- like on Twitter the is what you make of it. And yeah. I, I try and have it be funny. So, yeah, because you can get the worst news ever. You get the best news. You could, you know, get good, good goss, bad goss. It's just that's the Internet. You got to use it. Use your power wisely. Yeah. So that was that was story time. Pretty good, Sean. Don't wash your chicken. <laughs> Please, Mora, people. Moral of the story. Don't Go wash on. your chicken. Yeah. You know, add that breading, you know, put in the grill right away. <laughs> well, uh, let's get on to the, the main topics for today. Oh, there's so we, much to we, talk about. We got, we got a lot of good things going there's on. Some, there's some hot goss. There's, uh, you know, some election news. And, uh, <clears throat> there's, there's some world kind of things. Like, it's it's, it's getting there. The first thing is, like, uh, the, the, the Republicans' new way to be racist. <laughs> what is it, Sean? It's just to say that, just talk about critical race theory. CRT. Like, people are concerned about it. And then, like, they, it was funny. Like, they were interviewing people. And they're like, well, you know, why are you you're out here? What are you out here for? Like, oh, like, you know, critical race theory shouldn't be taught. And the guy would be like, what is that? And then they, like, no one would be able to explain what it was. Mm. And he's like, but you're against it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what is it again? Uh, you know, I don't really know that much about it. I just know. It shouldn't be taught to It shouldn't be taught to my kids. And he's like, is it taught to your kids? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not. It's like no, no. And so it's, you know, sparked this whole debate about race in schools because, uh, now, like uh, we said, we're talking yesterday, like white, you know, makes white people feel uncomfortable. And uh, anytime, you know, people are like, should, you know, why should we be making all these white children feel uncomfortable talking about race? And they're like, what about all the other kids who have all to the deal other with it colors. all the time? Yes. All the other colors that are constantly being barotted by, you know, everybody else. And of course, because of, you know, just general mediocrity on white people, like they all, they're interviewing like, all white people like, how do you feel about race being taught? And like, someone's like, I haven't seen a single black parent being asked about how their kid has to deal with racism no. in schools. It's crazy because you know, fun fun little thing I saw on Southwest. So Southwest Airlines, this uh, white mother, black daughter, were going on a plane together, and someone in the flight crew thought it was suspicious. <laughs> And they thought maybe they were trafficking dun, dun, children. Dun, dun. White, yeah. You know, someone white probably. So, just not minding their own goddamn business. Yeah. And then because they're like, oh, the lady asked if she could switch seats so they could sit together. Of course. They're like, it's so hard to get like a seat together nowadays on a plane. Especially she, with your mm-hmm. child. Yes. So she. You would want to do that with. Yeah. So she asked like the another, you know, like a person on the plane if they could switch so they could sit together. They thought that was suspicious. So it was a, it was a flight from L.A to denver they were already kind of traumatized because they went uh it was like someone's death of course it was for a funeral for a funeral so then when they got off in denver denver police got there and like pulled them to the side and i was like uh white lady why do you have this black black child with you and 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 to me i could tell just by looking at their facial characteristics not just their color that's her daughter (laughs) you know that's her she jeans. looks like her, yeah. That's her jeans, right? But, yeah, apparently, you know, people don't see that deep. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the girl started crying. The girl's 10 years old. Yeah. And they're getting pulled by, like, asking all these questions, like, what are you guys doing? The Kaepernick, the Kaepernick show shows shit like this. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, similar, similar thing. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yep. So you know, say Republicans that, just out there being yeah. low key, and they're like oh, racist. We CRT. Ooh. <laughs> we don't see racism as well. Critical it, race theory is coming to get you. Doesn't happen. It's to coming you. for your children. And it's like they're like uh, it's not taught in any schools here, mm-hmm. in the entire state. But like they're just like they're gonna do it. It's the new takeaway. You know, it's just the new rallying cry. Yeah. Critical race theory is gonna turn your kids into empathetic humans who actually can feel for other people. Better stop it now. They might feel bad that you, you know, they're married to a shitty parent. Yeah. They're not married. They're, you know, <laughs> belong, have, have a shitty parent. Yeah. But what do you have next? Some Phoenix Suns? Oh, my God. This is like the first thing. You know, the NBA just, it's just been blowing up all week. You know, they're trying to talk, you know, the season started. And then this huge report dropped the other day they did like this months-long investigation of the phoenix suns organization interviewed over 70 former and current employees about how racist and sexist and terrible the owner is like one of the main people is like a a former coach and he like got mad because he's like why can draymond green say the word nigga and i can't say the word nigga this is like said that to the coach who is black and the coach was like, "Stop saying that word. You can't say that word." He's oh, like, shit. "How comes you know? The, how come?" The, and he's like, "Stop saying it. Like, why do you want to say it?" And then, like, the coach like made a big deal about it. And then when it was time to like negotiate with the coach, uh, like his agency was like the one owned by the black, mm-hmm. like rich, rich Paul, like Clutch Sports, you know, LeBron James' friend, like huge agency, and uh, said some like shit to him, and like hated him so much that he was like if you don't change your agent i'm gonna fire you and he was like are you serious and he oh, did oh man he fired him just because his agency he didn't like his agent and then just like stories of like him like showing pictures of like his wife in a bikini and talking about her giving him blowjobs and like meet board meetings and shit oh. and like uh like tried to fire like a, a female employee for getting pregnant but then like when HR heard like uh, that he like had said that like you know assured her that like it was just a joke like oh, just man. crazy shit like this for years and years and years things that money lets you get away with exactly They're, like toxic work environment racist sexist and like you know this is the thing th- thing with the you know the NFL's emails and shit oh with and, like, uh, Gruden right yeah it's like this guy you know is fucking worse he's the owner <laughs> yeah and they're like you know like they they made uh what's his name the old clippers owner sell the team for saying a bunch of racist shit so they're like you know this probably gonna have to make him like not the, be sons, the-, the sons is up for the sale yeah like bomani <laughs> jones is like so you want to buy a basketball team pretty sure there's gonna be one available soon yeah uh-huh. and like all the players and shit are like we get punished for way less mm-hmm. so if he they're like if he like the players are going to be hella pissed if he doesn't face like serious mm-hmm. repercussions. Cause you know, like players get suspended for talking bad about the referees or yeah. like, you know, talking because uh, they get flagrant and they get fined for a flagrant. Yeah. Right? So they're like, what, like this guy's way more embarrassing than mm-hmm. the us, you know? So, you know, just another example of, uh, the, you know, this shit is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know, it's everywhere. There's apparently, you know, just guys have been able to get away with it forever. Yeah. They got money and their power, but the internet's here now to help. Yeah. People out. are, are sta- trying to stand up and they're like, well, you know, they were saying like people were afraid to go to human resources because they thought they'd get retaliated because like people had been fired for like reporting shit that was illegal. Oh, fuck. 
And it's just like, yeah, that's why people don't report these things. These people are too powerful. And they don't feel safe in, yeah. their, in their work environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. So it was crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Just It's like every week. <laughs> every week, you know, some fucking rich, powerful dude is out there ruining his you know life because he career, can't be yeah. a fucking decent human. Yeah. Now he just has to be like a low-key investor. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't own anything. Yep. Like, sorry, guy. Or just own it and just have someone else be the face of it. Something. They'll figure out something. People got money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on. Next thing. The, the house, house finally passed the infrastructure bill. $1.2 Yes. And America needs infrastructure. So people don't know. It's like fixing the roads for getting our warehouse supplies to the ports. Um, the rivers, like the Mississippi River. Like, yeah, um, improving, mm-hmm. uh, like... Dude, everything from dams to mm-hmm. uh, highways, highways to roads, rivers, like yeah. yeah, like all sorts of like flood control things and any like bridges that you know that are eighty years old, a hundred years old that yeah. need to be replaced, and uh, expanding the you know the freeway system. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we were just talking on the group text, yeah, and I was like, they need to have a breakdown so like every state senator and every rep- uh, representative can go show their people what this bill is going to bring to them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fucking show it being built, show it opening, and show everyone enjoying the new shit. And then, like, throw this in the face of all these fucking Republicans who wouldn't vote for it. Yeah, because, like, China did it years ago, and that's why their warehouse, their, you know, exporting is so booming. Because yeah, you have to invest. In, invest in yourself. Like, we did this in the 50s under Dwight Eisenhower when yeah. they built, like, the highway system and expand mm-hmm. And, like, it's good, like... Private private companies are not incentivized to invest in infrastructure, so no. the government does. Mm-hmm. Like this also has like f- like fiber optic cables and like green energy, like yes. renewable energy. It's like it's going to create so many jobs, like raise wages, and there's so many positives. But like, do such a terrible job of explaining how it's going to benefit people. It's like they need to hire us for fucking PR, bro. To dumb it down for not the necessarily average the average person needs to know because they we, we don't know the like, hey bro, how do you get to work? Yeah. You drive eighty, yeah. You like that freeway? Yeah. You want it a little bit better, you know, or you want other options of commuting? Do you not want to like die one day because yeah. the that bridge collapsed that was built in nineteen forty three? Yeah, bridges that are a hundred years old, you know. So somebody's got to pay for that shit, bro. You got ends on that? Yeah, and that's why and that's why other bridges they have tolls. You know, but anyways, help, you know the general in ignorance of the American people. Hopefully, they see, you know, because they keep passing all these things. They're super beneficial, like the child tax credit. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, do people realize like how hard it was for them to pass this shit? And who was like, they're voting for people who, who were against helping them. And it's crazy because the people that are voting, they don't they don't know how the average person lives. <laughs> so. It's hard for them to have any empathy. Yeah, because they're all rich. Like, they yeah. don't know. They're like, how much are bananas? Like, $9? Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't know how much stuff costs. Yeah, they don't know how much a gallon of milk, a gallon of gas, because they don't get, they don't drive anywhere. So. Anyways. Let's be talking about something funny. Some goss? Just like Will's Pinkett and Jada's, Jada Pinkett. Will's Pinkett. <laughs> Will Pinkett. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, who we've talked about this entire show since, like, going back all the way to, like, episode four, oftentimes being wrong. (laughs) Premature saying they were divorced, like, four years ago. But look at we look into the future, up in the mixed damas. Up in the damas. But, uh, 
someone was like, someone's like, it's all J. Cole's fault. Because he said, I want that Jada, that real love, that Jada and, the, and that Will love. Um, and it's like, ever since then, they've been trying to prove him wrong. Yeah, Jada. Jada's just been odd. I saw this meme where it was like, Will Smith, and he's like, I can't kill her because then she'll be with Tupac. <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know, apparently, like, they... She like had a thing with Tupac before he died. And, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, and, that's uh, a that's a, that's in facts. Yeah, like, well, we'll knew that before. So. Yeah, but it's just like, but with all the stuff, you know, her entanglement. She like brought it up yeah. like thirty years later. <laughs> Put it in his face, like, oh my god, poor Will. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure Will has done some bad stuff, but like Jada stuff is just getting blown up. Yeah, I mean, and it's just oh, poor Will. Just putting their business out in the streets. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you? <laughs> Oh, that little red fucking table, bro. Dude, in, that entanglement. <laughs> that red table gets people like you know opening up like Barbara Walters there. <laughs> oh, but uh, dude, I feel sorry for Will right now. Yeah. The memes—they're like putting like instead of the Jordan crying meme, they're mm-hmm. doing like a Will Smith crying meme now. <sighs> That's tough. Know. That's an L right there. Yeah, he's taking all the L's. <laughs> and I saw this thing where it was like he fell in love with this girl on a set or something, and like. She's uh, not up to Will's par, so. But yeah, it was funny. <laughs> uh, but speaking of red, this crazy man in Tokyo. I saw this. Dressed in a Joker costume, stabbed seventeen people and was throwing like acid in people's faces. Insane. Yeah, and it was ha- it was on Halloween, October thirty first. So, uh, I guess the guy really didn't have a motive. Motive. He was just saying. He some men like to watch the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> Batman <laughs> on par. Good job, Sean. That was a great one. It's cute. But, but uh he said he was just didn't like people looking pretty or something like that. Something to that extent. Or maybe you know, maybe, maybe he was on that uh Maybe he needed a two face. He needed <laughs> he needed a villain. He needed a, a partner in crime. Or maybe it was like uh what's the Brad Pitt um Movie where Fight Club, maybe it was like Fight Club. He's oh. like, like, I just want to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's probably probably the same things, but it it, it was wild. Yeah, I saw that like, t- like mm-hmm. subway attack in Tokyo. Yeah, I didn't realize he was dressed as a Joker and mm-hmm. was throwing acid at people. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah. But you, did you notice we said stab? Like, did anyone die from that? I don't think so. He probably wasn't good at stabbing. Or it's just hard to fucking stab people to death. What mm-hmm. if it had been in America? Would he have had a knife, Caesar? He probably would have had a gun. Mm. Because I wonder, I wonder if anyone would have. I wonder how many people that would have killed. Especially in the subway, they were they were in the subway, so nice tight. You could see there's videos too. People are like jumping out of the train, like out of the windows at the when it stopped at the train station. It's uh, pretty bananas. Yeah, like a guy with a knife eventually is gonna like, you know, fuck around and find out with someone who's <laughs> about that life. Yes. Who like, you know? Who, just, who has a bigger knife? <laughs> or is just you know. Got hands. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, <laughs> I see you. You practice knife style. <laughs> Your kung fu is strong. <laughs> but it's no match for the Wu-Tang. <laughs> for the tiger style. Tiger style. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, yeah. Someone's going to wild out and be like, what? I'm not going out like this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, wilding out, people be stealing people's identity real tough. Yeah. What is it? I, I didn't. I didn't so this one. This. Uh, this is from across the pond. I got this from you know BBC News, and uh, this Luton man um, from it's like a city called Luton, Lawton. 
Okay. He left his house. He's a reverend. So he went to uh, Wales to uh, do some work, you know, probably God's work. For the church, I'm assuming. And so when he came back to his house, the key didn't work in his door. So this guy opened the door and they were doing renovations. I guess this guy stole his identity when he left. He took everything, all his furniture out of the house, sold his house. So like the new owners. Holy shit. So the new owners were renovating the house they bought and it wasn't even him. Whoa. Yeah. So the guy, what he did was put a fake mailbox in front of the owner's mailbox so he could get his mail and like steal his identity that way. And then so when he left to Wales, he um, and the only reason he knew his neighbors was like, hey, what's going on? You sell the house or something. So he came back early from his you know trip. And they were already working on his house. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That was like God-level identity theft. Dude, yeah. Took everything, sold the house. And it was like 150 euros or something. Uh, 150,000 euros. Like, that's, yeah, 131 euros. Damn. Mm-hmm. Imagine being like the people who bought it. They're just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and like the bank that let it happen. Yeah. Like. That guy must have had a lot of information from that guy. But it also shows you just like you don't need that much information from mm-hmm. someone to steal yeah. their identity. Mm-hmm. God, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, they paid him out $3.5 million in compensation for fraud. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Got that insurance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's crazy. It's that it took, it took, <laughs> it took his life. Yeah. Cause, yeah it's wild. Just come back, there's some family living in your home. Yeah. They're like, uh, we bought this house. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? I've been I've been on a retreat. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> hoodwinked. I got hoodwinked. Uh, well, uh, in slightly crazier news, Astro World down in Houston, like Travis Scott's like little music festival mm-hmm. yesterday, like the first thing I saw was like one of the VIP entrances. And just people just bum rushed it and start rushing in, like to, like knock down all the security gates. And there's like two security guards, and, like one of them's like trying to fucking throw hands, like it's, like really like trying to like fight one of them. And then like a bunch of policemen come on like horseback, and they're all just like all the you know it's like people just running through like all the, the policemen are like sitting there like trying not to fall off their horses. I'm like this is this is crazy, you know? Like hundreds of people literally ran through, and eight people died. So people got died trampled, but didn't get died being stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, then I saw, yeah, this morning it was like they canceled today and it showed uh, a bunch of people, like t- like 20-something people, almost 30 people had been hospitalized. Eight people had been killed. And I kept looking like, was this a mass shooting or something? <laughs> it was like, no, they got trampled to death through like a mass panic, like from like people running around, like pressing. I have no idea, but just insane. And how crazy, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, running over somebody for, like, a rapper or whatever, you know? Yeah, like, it's just, just, yeah, like, people were pressing, and there's too many people in there, and they're just, like, Getting pressing crushed. against mm-hmm. the stage, and people got crushed to death, and you're just like, holy shit, like, like what is wrong with fucking people? Yeah, do they just, like, this is the thing, they don't care about each other. Oh, like To crush somebody to death. To stamp like stomp like, like stomp obviously they like, like people panicked and like yeah. everyone starts running, and but it's just like what is this for? Like 
It's not like you 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 see something like this when there's like a fire or mm. like an emergency, like shooting or something, and people get crushed to try like in that that horrible fire that was at that music venue where like people were trying to escape and and people were knocking people over trying to get out. This was just a concert that got out of control. Oh, somebody yeah. like security company. The the organizers are facing so much liability on this. Mm-hmm. Eight people dead. All those people hurt. Uh, sucks for Travis Scott because I don't even think he was there. Um, I know, I know. Like during the show, he I like, had to stop the show a couple of times because people were getting crushed. Yeah. So like people back up and it's like it's, it's just sad that yeah. people don't care about. They rather like get super close. Was like doesn't. It's all right. Sometimes the best show is not even up front either. So. Yeah, I mean, we know that as yeah. <laughs> as veterans, you know, you like to get like back middle, yeah. right where the sounds good. Yeah, you got to find the good sound. You know, yeah. like. And plus, there's like a big gap. He's not going to come down there and give you a high five or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was a time where we would fight our way to the front of shows. There was. Um, that was many winters ago. Yeah. Me uh, me and Meth Man embraced each other at one yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. Shit like that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you didn't trample someone to do it. No. And I was Built after- different, son. Built <laughs> yeah. different. So. Built different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so, you know... Uh, so usually a hot history, what we got coming up next. Oh yeah. So, uh, we got, we got the timer to go now this time. All right. You ready, ready to start this bad boy? Yeah. So I'm going to give you, you know, uh, you know, I'll start the timer after you say it. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's tis, tis the season. Uh, Turkey day is upon us. You're right. So, uh, give these people a little 30 seconds about, you know, Thanksgiving and, you know, all right. Just nice and easy. Okay. Um, yeah, we have the the mystery that was, thing, you know, the we have the, the fake Thanksgiving mm-hmm. where, like, the pilgrims helped out, you know, the Native Americans. But uh, it wasn't all that, like, smooth. Like, that never really <laughs> happened. No. Um, they did, over time, like, teach them how to, like, grow stuff. But there was probably no actual, like, gathering of people and sharing and of trading foods. Of like, kids. it's, yeah, it was way worse, like, because they... Uh, carried diseases with them that they hadn't seen and uh yeah time up yeah they uh, they gave them diseases they gave them disease yeah it was more and like they, a, they took their crops exactly like it was more like oh hey they were friendly and traded with them and helped them but then like spread diseases and they died a lot and then they were like a- more easy <laughs> more easily they able conquered. to take their land <laughs> yeah. because so many of them were dying then they like eventually realized like hey we should purposely give them these diseases. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here's my blanket. Well, you know, once again, just like it has been whitewashed to appear way more beneficial. Like, oh, yeah, like they're so smart. Like, oh, look, they're besties. And, <laughs> like, yeah. and they're like, well, how come there's no Native Americans now? <laughs> like, or where are they pushed out <laughs> into little parts of the country? It's just like, yeah, like people just like, they're like, yeah, like. You know, the Mayflower came over after Columbus, and then, um, you know, like, we made friends with the Native Americans, and then, uh, you know, America. Happily ever after. Yeah, it's like America, Mm -hmm. um, like, we we saved the world in some world wars, and we're great. We're the greatest ever. Like, you know, there were some bad people who had slaves, but, you know, we punished them, and... And then, uh, then there was racism, but Martin Luther King Jr. He stopped it. He stopped it. it stopped and, from uh, 
yeah like then we defeated like you know the communists in russia and uh then the like, taliban yeah then, then we had terrorists terrorists attack us and you know it's just poor little america you know just america, america taking w's yeah. for the world that's you know that's the gingerfied version of history <laughs> which is pretty much in the, all the books that you read at yeah school. so that's not the type of history we learn around here no we learn real life shit here so a plus Thank you. Yeah, A plus. That was kind of an easy one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, we've all seen the original Adams Family, <laughs> where they reenact. Yeah, and she's like, "This is what they should have done." Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Wednesday, salute to you, <laughs> and Pugsley. That that's a partner in crime right there. Yes, that that, that they they know how to do hood rat shit right. <laughs> Brother sister duo. Yeah. Some of you out there could learn. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of uh, killing people a lot for, uh, you know. Look at that seamless transition. Yeah, Snoop Dogg came out with a song called Thanksgiving. Actually, oh, sorry, it's called A Murder Music. <laughs> it's called Murder I'm sure that was, yeah, that was an accidental <laughs> yes. slip. It's called Murder Music by Snoopaloop, Benny the Butcher, Jadakiss, and Busta Rhymes. Oof. So be prepared. This is kind of intense for a Snoop song. <laughs> be prepared for this murderous bars. <laughs> Listen and enjoy. Salud. What it do, low? Yeah. We up in this motherfucker on some murder, murder, kill, kill shit. Uh. Yeah. The butcher coming, nigga. Real hip hop shit. Yeah. Murder music just for this type of shit they could ban us. Cause this what they gon' play when they wipe they press off the hammers. I'm really like that. I ain't just write this shit for the camera. I did in my city what Michael Vick did in Atlanta. Cash safe for insurance. Them bad days was a force. Still hood. Roach clips in the ashtrays of my form. In LA, RB bitch drunk with her hands around me. The night Swiss introduced me to Nas at a Grammy party. When my strip introduced me to hard, I had grams around me. A star player never asked for the bar, they just playing around me. Niggas heard I took a shot. They was asking if I was good. I looked the shooter right in his eyes when that trigger got pulled. Huh? Murder music, m- murder music, murder music, murder music. Yeah, yeah. Murder music, murder music, huh? murder music. Yeah. Some come through the water, some come through the border. Some of them get caught, but that's depending on the porter. Old niggas hiding. Young niggas sliding, I'm being a man, just protecting and providing. My only concern is if it cook right. My chain yellow, way the diamond set up, it make it look white. Kill you for nothing, cause they petty. Cutting the dog food with the fetty. They young, but they ready. No crowd, I get my applaud off the beats. I'm a boss, so I make sure all of us eat. Say a couple funerals will bring a war to a cease. And remember, it ain't no reward for the streets. This is not normal. Dicky suits is how we dress formal. Where I'm riding his tracks like a porno. I then what's up then? I'm busting every controlled substance. I touched it. I know it's disgusting. I'm just stacking. Call me El Guapo. And I bet you never had a brick from El Chapo. Tuesday, I just play the crib and make tacos. A lot of niggas fronting like they nice, but they not though. Y'all spoke that up. Now soak that up. They done pulled my coat, nigga. The goat got up. What's up? Murder me. Murder music, murder music, murder music, yeah, murder music, murder music, murder music, yeah, murder music, murder music, murder music, yeah, murder music. 
murder music. Yeah. Mur murder I only music. got time to murder shit. I bang them while deafening in both ears. Uh -huh. When I'm making niggas black and rip couches and throw chairs. Uh -huh. At times I be unleashing a raft of most fear. Uh -huh. I don't discriminate. I even body close peers. See, I'm suggesting most you niggas should get to step into the rear. Uh -huh. And fuck with most you niggas are talk. I don't care. Uh -huh. If you don't rep it right, you shouldn't come around here. Oh, no. Adjust my level up. Make sure a nigga sound clear. They wanna stop and wanna steer. They, do. They hate that I'm the best and it's greatness in the flesh and it's pointless to compare. Uh -huh. You need to scribe this jewelry I write and save this shit on a server. Uh -huh. And type the way that I speak for moving space on a cursor. I'm not an advocate for violence, but push me, I'ma push it further. The script, hand on my hip, squeezing the grip a little firmer. <laughs> These dumb niggas don't realize that it's better to be a learner. Stupid nigga. When you don't, it's when you get the feeling of burner. Shut the fuck up, it's better to be watchers, listeners, and observers. Cause if you not, you fuck around, it's how niggas like you get murdered. Get murdered. Murder music, M murder music, murder music, murder music. Yeah, murder music, murder music, murder music. Yeah, murder music, murder music, murder music. Yeah, murder music, murder music, murder music. Welcome back to Up in the Mix. That was Caesar's Song of the Week, and it was Murder Music by Snoop Dogg, Benny the Butcher, Jadakiss, and Buster Rhymes. Snoop Loop, sometimes, you know, he's very pop culture now. It's hard for him to come out with People some, forget that he was an OG gangster. Some, some old, uh, you know, thug stuff that he, that he did. <laughs> he's left that life behind, but... Mm -hmm. But, but that one, with, they all had bars. You know, of course, Benny, Jada, Busta, and Snoop Loop. Uh, he definitely brought his green hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah anything with benny the butcher on it you know everyone's got to raise their game yes and plus like jada's the new hotness right now you yeah know, after the verses his uh which is good like well deserved he needs his flowers now like yeah you know one of the best out there lyrics. get that recognition mm -hmm. put some respect so, on that man's name yeah but you know we have a new segment this week right new segment it is called caesar what grinds your gears Ooh, right now especially me being a new homeowner tell, right tell them so oh okay all right all Ooh, right i can see where this is going now so out there in pdx out there in portland um gentrific gentrifiers are snitching on their neighbors so in portland um you have to keep you know there's like a law in the city where you got to keep your house like up like code and stuff like that right right right. so since like the 1930s i think they've been um a lot of influenced on your neighbors so the neighbors telling like, oh man their grass is overgrown or their paint's chipping their fence is too high so right now in portland homeowners owe the city like 10 million dollars because all this snitching and uh, gentrifiers are <laughs> and gentrifiers are snitching on like elderly people trying to get them out of the neighborhood so they can buy their so shit. So they can buy their shit. This is super yeah. fucking petty. Yeah. So oh. so uh, there's people that owe like a hundred. Like someone almost lost his house because he owes so much in fees now. So it's so basically it's, they're snitching on these people to try and get them to like to not be able to mm -hmm. afford their fines, so they yeah. have to move. So they have to move, and they're doing it to the elderly people of color. Uh, so I say people who have lived there a long time. Yes, mm -hmm. and they're trying to move them out this way because that's how gentrification happens. They go into poor neighborhoods, right, 
and where housing is cheap or warehouse uh, commercial space is cheap, buy them low, put a Starbucks, you know, so on and so forth in there to make it a hip place. Or just acceptable mm-hmm. for white people. Yes. So this is like on the average, the higher percent of people of color are greater increase in medium home prices over the last five years. Uh, it's crazy. Like, so it's been happening in, in Ohio, too. And they, they were talking about Cleveland Heights, Ohio. Just people snitching, huh? Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yep. I, I, when you put stitches there, that's not what I thought you would be talking about. No. But this is even worse. I threw you for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Damn. so like, like here's an example like a homeowner, a homeowner who failed to fix a loose gutter within 30 days. So they have 30 days to fix it. The fine is three hundred dollars every month for the first three months. Then after that, it goes to six hundred bucks. And so damn, on. these fines are the thing. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Yep, sounds like some diabolicalness. Yes. So you know. Fuck, fuck these snitches. Yeah. Because it's just like, especially when they're elderly, it's like, you know, maybe their kids don't even live there. Can't help them, you know, repaint. We all, yeah. You know, this is a shitty. People being shitty. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Let's move on to trivia. Oh, okay, okay. I got some trivia for you. You got this. some trivia for me? Yeah. I've got some trivia for you. Yeah. And you got some trivia music. All right. It's like, yeah. See, it's like dark trivia. <laughs> We might have we have like you know consequences if you get this wrong. Uh, mine, mine's a little dark because it deals with Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, you want to ask yours first, and I'll ask mine. All right, this this one's kind of funny. Okay, which which president was the first president to pardon a turkey? Ooh, first president to pardon a turkey. Damn. Mm, I feel like it was kind of recent. So, I'm going to say Lyndon B. Johnson? No, it was Reagan. Ooh, it was even sooner than yeah. that. Okay. So, I almost said Reagan, yeah. too. So, it's been it's been in like the in government and the law to pardon turkeys for a long time, but it was the first time done by Reagan. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 0 for 1. What's the next one? All right. Next one. What were the pilgrims, pilgrims originally called? What were they originally called? Yeah, like when they came here. Obviously, since by they, who the natives? Or uh, it says I think by themselves. Puritans. They, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. See? Out there, there's crazy, crazy, super crazy Protestants. We're actually almost to this era in world history. So yeah, no, we were talking. And about it's this. funny because obviously, you know, they changed it to make themselves look good. Pilgrims, you know? Yeah, yeah. Pilgrims is way more... Than uh, Puritans. Yeah, sympathetic than Puritans. Mm-hmm. They're Puri- when you think of Puritans, you think of tyranny. <laughs> yes. So, but they, they brought the tyranny, though. So. Puritanical. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. One for two. This one's a funny one, and you probably know this one, too. What is the busiest day for plumbers? The busiest day for plumbers? Mm-hmm. The day after Thanksgiving? Yeah, Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, sinks and, you know, with all yeah. the food and stuff. And, like, lots of people in the house. And toilets. Yeah. So there you go, Sean. Lots of people. Two for three. Okay. Yeah, yeah you did good. Look at you with your thanksgiving theme trivia. Yeah, yeah. All right. My trivia for you this week is okay. more on a hip-hop theme. All right. I'll probably get zero out of three like usual. So, uh, and, and it, it has to do with the greatest year, one of the greatest years in hip-hop, 1996. Okay. Uh, you know, all these classic albums came out, you know, like Nas released um, 
his debut album. You had Jay Z release an album. Outcast released AT Aliens. Mm-hmm. So uh, out of those three people, Nas, Jay Z, and well, and because they're the same age, Big Boy and Andre Three Thousand, mm-hmm. who is the oldest? Oh, uh, oldest. I am going with. Jay-Z. Correct. Yeah. Jay-Z is actually 53. Mm-hmm. Nas is 48. And Big Boy and Andre Three Stacks are 46. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to think of his birthday December 2nd. <laughs> one, one for one. All right. All right. So all these albums came out in 1996. Uh, you have The Score by the Fugees, All Eyes on Me by Tupac, and E.T. Aliens by Outkast. Which album sold the most? All Eyes on Me. That is incorrect. Mm. The score. The score did? The score oh. sold the most. All Eyes on Me is second. Mm-hmm. But uh, AT Aliens wasn't even in the in the top ten. Yeah, no. But yeah, oh dang, the score? Yeah. So one for one. Okay. Or one, one of two. So uh, this one, you can tie me with this one. Which of these has sold the most all time of these artists who came out with records that year? Is it Tupac, Snoop, or Nas? All time? All time. All time. So Tupac, Snoop, or Nas? Tupac. That is correct. Yeah. Two out of three. Uh Good job. Yeah. I can't believe the score, though. That's crazy. Yeah. It was... uh, you know, people people loved it. Yeah, but uh, fun fact about All Eyes on Me: that double CD album was made in two weeks. Yeah, right after Tupac got out of jail. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a workaholic. Yeah, and that's why a lot of music came out after he died because he had so much in the bank. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll make money that thug life. <laughs> so uh, that that concludes trivia time. There we go. That was this this good. week we tied mm-hmm. two, two. Each of us got two out of three. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's time for us to give some shine to something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to give some shine this week to uh, Colin Kaepernick's show on Netflix, Colin Kaepernick, Black or White. Uh, we haven't finished it. We still got a couple more episodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, he goes in on the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Might be a little bit over the top, but yeah. it just lets you know how he feels. And, you know, he's, and the best part about this is, like, you know, he's using uh, – he used all that, you know, or some of that NFL uh, money he got for you know, when he sued them and they had to uh, – Settle with him for an undisclosed amount. Some reports say as much as fifty million dollars because they blackballed him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he doesn't spare any fucking. He he's got <laughs> NFL definitely takes shots because uh, uh, he he like talks about how the combines like slavery and just talks about how like they brainwash you into just always believing with your coach and like just agreeing and like never challenging anything um, and just like the racial dynamics of him growing up. In like rural California, and being like black with having white parents because he was adopted, uh, it, it's good. It's a good show. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, even when uh, they go over the top with some of their shit. Because I'm like, yeah, talk your shit, Colin. You deserve no, like it's good. Yeah, you got all the smoke for the NFL. Yeah, and he and he took it like a champ. <laughs> took them like a champ. Mm-hmm. But uh, my. Mine, a little bit of shine, is The Harder Way, Ooh. or The Harder They Fall. We're going to watch that tonight, The new uh, Idris Elba's in it, uh, Regina King. Uh, Keith Stanfield. Keith Stanfield's in it. 
it's fantastic because it's um depicts cowboys and it's 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 a fictional story but uh based off of uh what they would be wearing at that time too so it's like stylized real nice cinematography fantastic story good music um you're trying to bring it to the new age so you know they got some hip-hop and jazz and stuff in there which for me in a western is a little little weird but it works <laughs> and it's just character is a little weird which is cool. It doesn't really speak a lot, which is awesome. So you have to classic like, cowboy. Yeah, movie. you have to, uh, you know, a lot of respect on anything he does, like how he moves and just head nods is pretty dope. Nice. And um, I love me a good western. Yeah, and this one's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's like hardly they fall. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Just came out. Um, but yeah, it was a good see, and uh, it stylized good, cinematography good, story was good. A little twist at the end, which is awesome. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, make sure you get both those things are on Netflix, so mm-hmm. everybody got Netflix. Yeah, check them out. Mm-hmm. Tip of the fitted. Yes, tipping fitteds around. And then we have our petty move of the week. Dun dun dun. Yes. So this one's a little old, but it's still been grinding my gears. <laughs> so the Nike CEO says he hit on the sneaker app, and everyone is just so pissed. Still, because it's just like nobody gets anything on the sneaker app, but he's the CEO of the sneaker app. Wait, explain that. So uh, the sneaker app is where you can get uh, it's like Nike's uh, app where new shoes drop and you get to purchase them. Right. Mm -hmm. But nobody could purchase them because everyone has bots and does things like that. So everyone takes L's every week. Yeah, it's impossible. I've tried. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried like logging in, like mm-hmm. put an alarm, like they're dropping at yeah. 11 a.m. on this Tuesday. And 11.02, they're sold out, or 11.01. Like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Like, Let's try um, to get a fucking PlayStation 5. Yeah, so things like that. So the CEO's like, no, I got I got a pair of shoes. <laughs> oh, so he like claimed that he got his shoes through the app? Yeah. And he's the CEO, and you're like, yeah, no. no. There's no way you use the app. Exactly. Like you're the fucking CEO. They just gave you them. Yeah. So Probably like a couple days before they came out. Mm-hmm. And he he doesn't know because he probably doesn't even wear them. Someone, I feel like this is like normally. I feel like a company like Nike would have someone like, "Don't post that shit, bro." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like, but Nike runs the market, so they don't care. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, all you hype beasts out there taking mm-hmm. L's on the sneaker app. Yeah, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, you know, he's he's just put it out there being nice. And he's like, "Oh, because that's everyone's complaint," and they're trying to figure out a way around it. So, but. Yeah, I've been on these apps lately. I tell you what, if I you know if I ever had money, I would definitely fucking be buying some crazy ass sneakers, bro. Yeah. I look at like, oh, those are so tight. Yeah, and it's like four hundred fifty dollars. Like, am yeah. I really about to pay? I can't. It's like triple. About but like, I consider, I consider, I consider, like, I seriously consider, like, but they're so, they're so dope. Yeah, the, the drip, bro, the drip. And that's the thing too. Like, <laughs> you know, salute to like Jock Slade. Like, he's like, yo. Like the Nike's not gonna change it because that's how they control the market, right? But Jock says like, what if you do a pre-order, right? Yeah. Then, then limited you, pre-order or something. Then you know how much you're gonna make, or like maybe like a couple of pre-order drops, so you know how much to make, and people will be willing to wait, you know, a month because people have been waiting months anyways for drops. So, I mean, it's like that. Even with not the crazy shoes, even like some of their normal pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. the ones that you know they have seasonal releases for, yeah. with the colorways, it's like you have to if you don't get them, you know, within the first week, they're gonna sell out. Mm-hmm. So they, Nike's like, oh, it's just like we can't make that much. We can't like. I guess, mean, it's guess super the market, smart. but it's, like, also, it's super smart, but it's fucked up. It's fucked up for the consumer. Yeah, 
but it's smart like business wise. Yeah, like, like you're you just a, artificially creating demand. Yes, you know it's basic mm-hmm. economics. Like you're just artificially making it scarce, mm-hmm. limiting the limiting the you know the amount of product. And there's high demand for it. So, and what grinds my gears too is just the retro colors, which is like colors that have been out already. Nothing special about the shoe. Materials don't change. Um, yeah. Because sometimes, like, it'll be worth it. Where, like, instead of like, it's a unique you, thing. Yeah, you get like a tumbled leather instead of like a synthetic leather, you know, or you get some fuzzy suede instead of a smooth suede, like something like that with the materials. Then yeah, but they're just switching colors and they're reusing stuff. And just the, the retro. The thing is, like, like, NFL team, like, all sports teams do this with the stupid colored jerseys, like, mm-hmm. all the time. Like, it works. Like, mm-hmm. we're just, everyone just, as long as people are willing to buy them, like, like, uh, I got a gift certificate from the school. Like, I was recognized for, uh, you know, Being by dope. one of my peers <laughs> for, you know, doing my job excellently. And so they gave me, like, a little gift card. So I was at for the NBA store, which was super cool. So I was on there and I was, like, getting all, I'm like, damn. Like, should I buy a Clay Thompson jersey? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like eighty-five dollars. I'd probably only wear it in my house when I'm watching the game. <laughs> but like, they're dope. Yeah, because they got like new. It was like like gold jerseys, and it has like the city silhouette of the Bay Bridge Ooh, okay. logo on mm-hmm. the chest in like blue. And then they have another one that where the jersey's black and everything's in gold. And I was like, ooh, yeah. But those ones aren't even out yet. But yeah, I, I just got a sweatshirt. Yeah, like a hoodie. But yeah, no, like, and they, it's tough. And they know what to do because now they're even doing like um, so player edition colors. So sometimes Nike, yeah, uh, yeah. Nike makes a shoe specifically for that player, and now they're even like taking like some of their colorways that they use and stuff and throwing them as a retro. And then now like player editions are not, you know, that crazy sought out for sometimes because they take their colorways. <sighs> well, let's let's brighten the mood. Because um, this was so, the other night when the song dropped, we were just yeah. like, you know, we like watch YouTube videos and we just, it was, you know, Thursday night, just being lazy, watching YouTube videos. And this one popped up and Samantha was like, 24 minutes ago. And I was like, what? Nice. And I was like, play it. And uh, it is Smoking Out the Window, the new song by uh, what, what, Silk Sonic, <laughs> which is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock. Mm-hmm. Um, the music video is so fantastic. Uh, I can't wait. Like they're <laughs> literally sm- like it's like retro, but like funny because uh, he like dies in the middle of it. It's like <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But uh, yeah, you watch it. Like uh, yeah, the new song, the album comes out in a couple weeks. Smoking out the window by Silk Sonic. Enjoy. Salute. Wait a minute, this love started off so tender, so sweet. But now she got me smoking out the window. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Must have spent 35, 45,000 up in Tiffany's. Oh, no. Got a badass kids running around my whole crib like it's Chuck E. Cheese. So cold, you got 
was gripping on me tight, screaming Hercules. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was Smoking Out the Window by Silk Sonic. Yeah, just enjoy that smoothness, that mm-hmm. soulfulness. And again, watch the music video. It's so funny, and it's entertaining. These two know what they're doing. I'm excited for the album. Like, so they've already released three bangers. Yeah. Like, this is, you know, like how much better can the album get? They should just make music videos for every song like Michael Jackson <laughs> used to do. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can do it. Mm-hmm. They can do it, yeah. Like, I wonder... Just, I have so many questions. Like, <laughs> can, the whole album can't be this good, can it? <laughs> it's just, it's just tough because. But with two of them, it might be. Yeah, because it, it's tough because it's hard for like a whole album, like we say, tip to tail, to be really good. Yeah, especially in an era where singles rule right now. Um, just doing collabs a lot. But they're definitely mm-hmm. zoned in on that '70s sound. Dude, they got they got it and in the there. aesthetic. Yeah, they probably had so much fun. Like, you can tell, like just the, the videos every are fun. Video, like, yeah, you the can tell, like fun, you know, like oof. Uh, that's like this us. bitch got me. <laughs> it's, it's, like, the it's like if we did the podcast every day. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. But uh, oh, you got something for me this week, right? Some rapid rating. I do. I have a rapid rating for you. All right, negative one. Right did we do? Do we? Did we do uh, the the skate park one last time? No, we'll have to do that again. Like I was gonna have you rate uh, the five best places to uh, to to um, to uh, not skate park to uh, ride BMX in Reno, but we'll, uh, we'll do that another time. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Especially but, now it's cold. Maybe in the springtime. Yeah, but this one I love. I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. So you can think about it. All right. What are your five favorite cartoons of all time? Oh, cartoons. Because I know you watch a lot of cartoons, mm-hmm. and you're up on it. You got those classics, but you still watch the new shit, too. Yeah. So, uh, the Ninja Turtles 
always been the OG ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even even the new ones are like still fun to watch. I watched. Yeah. I, like, I was like, yeah. Uh, I watched one mm-hmm. like a few years ago, yeah. and like I was like, damn, that was eight years ago. There's already a new show. Yeah. Like these kids, because like, I was talking about with mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. You're gonna say like that. it's just even as I get older, like as a kid, still I, holds up. Yeah, as a kid, I enjoyed it. And now that I'm more into like comics than I was, you know, back then, it's it holds and it's it's fantastic. Okay. So I got that um, Transformers. Which one? Uh, just like the old stuff I used to see. Um, like the animated 3D one, or like the old the original 80s one. Like the 80s one, because okay. that's the one that that I would see a lot. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z is always fun. Okay. You know, you know, I love me uh, my uh, my Vegeta, my Kakarot. <laughs> Vegeta, hard body. That's my guy right there. And one more. Uh, so it's tough. I'm trying to think of like some new ones. And you just put me on the spot. But uh, Dragon Ball, Batman animated series, mm, Ninja Turtles, Transformers. And Transformers. Those are that's a pretty good list. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. That new He-Man's pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, the one on Netflix. Yeah. Even it's very colorful, so my daughter likes to see it too. And then just you just He-Man and you know his battle camp. <laughs> All right. Always shook. I thought maybe you would throw X-Men in there or something. So like X-Men, X-Men Spider-Man. is. But I I wanted to give like a newer one for for everyone to watch. You okay. know. But the X-Men, yeah, was giving um a lot of uh, thought provoking ideas <laughs> to young C's. To young C's. I'm be like. Why are they being segregated like this? Why? Just, this is not right. Yes. Why? They're they're the same, but they just a little different. Like, not even a lot. Teaching empathy. Yeah. Sounds like critical race theory. Yeah. Uh-oh. Cancel it. They cancel cancel it. my X-Men? Cancel X-Men. Yeah. It's critical race theory. But then that's why also it bummed me out when the X-Men movies did come out. And they weren't, yeah. They, they were like that. Oh, of course, they, bro. They couldn't make they, they couldn't make a movie that real, bro. They, they, they crushed me. It would sure. make white people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like Logan's Logan's fantastic, you know, but um, the one where he goes like the Wolverine or Wolverine where he goes to Japan. You don't need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to talk. But, I watched that on a plane once. And I remember like <laughs> laughing on like a cross country flight. Like, all right, I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna finish this. I'm just gonna fall yeah. asleep and, and watch uh, this, finish this another no, time. It, and it sucks because like the Days of Future Past. That one was fantastic. The time one, you know. But other than that, they're all kind of washed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. uh yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Rapid rating. There it is. Caesar's favorite cartoons. Mm-hmm. All right, I have a, I have a shout out this, this week. This is a good one. It's an emotional one for me. Yeah, no. Shout out to the great, great Buster Posey, Giants catcher, mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. He better get in. Um, he's he like he's every. I remember like he's been everything. Like he mm-hmm. he was the he was a rookie the year they won the World Series, the first World Series in 2010. I remember when they called him up. We were so excited. They traded Benji Molina, the other catcher who was hella good, and he went on to win Rookie of the Year. Then the next season, he like had a horrific injury. Thought maybe his career might be over. What was the injury? Uh, he, they had a plate a collision at the plate, and he broke his like, oh, ankle super bad. Yeah, in, like, three and that, different places. And that's where they kind of started to be like they you changed gotta, the rule. After you got to you got to relax on that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then he came back the next year, won the MVP award, and then they won another World Series. Mm-hmm. And then you know, 2014, they won the World Series again, and he he uh, like he's had some injuries lately. 
And then, like in twenty, like he had surgery in twenty nineteen, and then he opted out of twenty twenty because they had newborn kids and he didn't want to risk them with yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. But then he came back this year and had his best year in since he won MVP in two thousand twelve. Like they won one hundred seven games. It's like Posey's back. It is all salt and peppery. Yeah, like all like yeah. Looking at pictures of him when he was young, mm-hmm. one of my favorite athletes of all time. Definitely one of you know, top five favorite Giants. And uh, he, you know, he he announced his retirement this week. So yeah, and even if you're not a Giants fan, like if you're just a baseball fan in general, he was like, you know how like Jeter doesn't matter what team you're on. Yeah, you respect like, you respect game, recognize game, you respect uh, you respect the greatness. Game. And he's one of the guys, Buster. You know, like sometimes like even Dodger fans be watching the fucking game, but Buster make the play, be like, fuck. Yeah, it's Buster. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know? like they were saying, like mm-hmm. how good he was at framing pitches, just. You know, he won, he won, he was a seven-time All-Star, won an MVP, won Rookie of the Year, three-time world champion, over 300 career batting average. Yeah, he was solid batting, yeah. And uh, just the best player. He was the best catcher of this decade, and he was the best player of the Giants, you know, this decade. Like, mm-hmm. hadn't had a superstar since Barry Bonds, and then, uh, you know, we had Buster Posey take that mantle yeah. of great players in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, salutes to Buster. I want to give him a shout out and uh, all the respect. We'll miss you, bro. Yes. Only 34. Definitely everyone thought he was coming back. Like, he had a great year, but he's going out on top. Everyone's like comparing him to like Barry Sanders and shit. Like, you know, these other people, mm. you know, Calvin Johnson who retire on top of their game. There's so respect. And plus, like, you know, now he has more time to chill with the fam. Yeah, they have two sets of man. twins. Oh, man. So they have like a set of twins that I think they're like 10. And then they have a set of twins that are like a year and a, a year and a half old. See, that's why he's all great. Guess no, what happens? Like salt and peppery. That's yeah. That's a lot of seeds. Yeah. the The second set of twins are adopted, but no, but still, still, still yeah. Like they're your kids. Like yeah, they have yeah. four kids, two sets of twins. Him and his wife. You know, and he's made plenty of money and mm. whatever. It's like he doesn't need and that. Now investments are going to happen even more too. And know, like so. he had twenty two million dollar option for next year, and the Giants are still going to like pay him that, but like have him work in the front office, like still be with the team. Oh, that's, they take care of their players. Yeah. there. like, that's the cool thing. You know, like Willie Mays, like all these other players who used to play for them are still around. So now Buster Posey joins them. Like he'll be in spring training, helping out. So, uh, but still gets to spend time, you know, with his family. Yeah. He gets to go home at the end of the day. Probably doesn't go on all the trips and you know, plus catcher's tough. Like it's bad on the body. Like he's had like, multiple concussions. Yeah. He's had hip surgery, ankle surgery, and like they were saying this year, like just for him to play every day, like it would be like an hour of like going and working with the trainers to get ready to play. And he's like, by the end of the year, it was like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes of like stretching and routine and work just so he could go play. And he's like, it's just the pain. Like, you know, it's so, bad on the knees. So yeah, bad. Yeah. And like, and it's, you're, you're in the game the whole time. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's the toughest position in baseball, mm-hmm. but yeah. Listen, and that's why they become sad. managers after that usually yeah they're smart mm-hmm. i could definitely see that mm-hmm. i wouldn't i would love to see buster posey as a giants manager oh. like, hate, you know that the thing is like that might not happen with the giants like it might be with another team that yeah, would be sad again. Yeah, and you won't want it you know but uh, we got a bunch of local events coming up a lot super of excited stuff about some of these yeah a lot of stuff's happening so the first one the stuff we've been um you know talking about the last couple of weeks is the motel kids benefit so the tattoo shops Aces, Lasting Dose, Evolution, and Wolf City Tattoo, pretty much all the Midtown um, tattoo shops, they are having a uh, Motel Kids benefit 
to uh, help the kids that are in motels that, you know, need some toys, need some clothes. So if you bring stuff in, you could get a raffle prize or if you just want to buy raffle tickets or 20 bucks a pop. First prize, $500 gift card. Second, $250. Third one is a bunch of swag. But um, people have already been uh, taking stuff to the shops and they're just for kids. So you could bring toys, clothes, backpacks, anything that a child would like. Um, and once again, the tattoo shops are Aces Tattoo, Lasting Dose, Evolution, and Wolf City. They were just in the uh, Reno Gazette Journal. I saw that, yeah. So a salute to them. I, mm-hmm. I, I was driving by Aces yesterday and uh, thought of thought of the benefit. Like, yes, mm-hmm. nice job. Mm-hmm. And then some exciting news. Oh, this is uh, I didn't uh, think this was going to happen, but it is happening. Our man, friend of the show, Jamal, mm-hmm. and who cares, yeah. are performing with Egyptian Lover. Yes. This Friday mm-hmm. at Dead Ringer Bar. See, we have to go. No, I'm going. I'm taking photos. Yeah. It's already done. You know? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going. Yeah. That's going to yeah, be great. It's a Friday night, you know, for all all the old heads out there, Egyptian lover, you know, 80s, early 90s, definitely heavy in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And then who cares? Just Who cares? The Reno staple right there. Yeah. You know, Reno, Sacramento, holding it. Ernie and Jamal, yeah. Stockton. Excited mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. And then the week after that, Lupe Fiasco Lupe. on November 20th. With Glass Tongue. With Glass Tongue is uh, playing at Virginia Street Brew House. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure you go and check them out. Check that out. We'll pro- I think I'm going to buy tickets to that, too. Mm-hmm. Salutes Hip Hop Johnny's going. Uh, Nick's already going. Yeah, I think I need to go, too. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, like, you know, maybe not travel, but you can go have a good time on these nights. Yeah. <laughs> I got something else for us this week uh, mm-hmm. that we will. I'll share with you off the air. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, the winner of America's Got Talent, Brandon Leak, who he came here a couple of years ago, uh, Spoken Views put it on. Uh, he's a spoken word poet. He won America's Got Talent like like before the pandemic or during the pandemic. And he's doing two performances here. Salutes to Ian for mm-hmm. hooking all this up because he's kept in touch with them. We've watched them blow up. It's been great. Uh, Samantha and I went and saw him last time he was here. Uh, but he's playing at the Bruca Theater on November 16th, and then again at De- on December 7th at the Nevada Museum of Art. Mm-hmm. It's like he's got like a like a two week or three week residency he's doing in Las Vegas, and in between that he's he's coming, coming up here to Reno. So nice. uh, yeah, just uh, you can see in it, in what one of the best spoken word poets alive. Yeah, uh, he's world famous now. It's mm-hmm. cool, like you know, following him on social media and stuff. Try to try hit him up, see if we can get him on the podcast. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh-huh. Shoot our shot. But uh, next, ooh, it's one of my favorite shits of the week. And we've got, we've got, I've got some special music for it too. Uh, uh, let me let me play this music. Just yeah, uh, fuckboy of the week. Who is it this week, Sean? Our fuckboy of the week is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, who lied about being vaccinated, vaccinated. Uh, said, "Well, he said like he was uh, immunized. Immunized, yeah. He, he had like gotten word. this like tr- like treatment and like uh, tried to get the NFL to sign off on it, and they were like, nah, no. Uh, and then he hadn't been following the protocols, and then he got COVID this week, and all the truth came out, and everyone's criticizing him, saying he was lying, and then he went on a uh, like a couple different shows and." Uh, he yesterday it blew up in his face. He said he did the trifecta. He like misquoted Martin Luther King Jr. trying to defend himself. <laughs> he uh, said woke the woke mob culture is out to get him, and explained that uh, he's friends with Joe Rogan and was taking Invermectin 
to treat his COVID and following Joe Rogan's advice and not the doctors that he can, like, someone was like, it's wild to think that Aaron Rodgers has access to any fucking doctor in the world. And instead he goes for medical advice Joe from Rogan. fucking Joe Rogan. What is it? A horse, uh, horse fever reduction thing? It's a, no, it's a, the horse dewormer. Dewormer. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers. You are our fuckboy of the week. No wonder you're a fucking clown. Yeah, no wonder Livia Munn left you, dog. Hey, everyone's just like now, like everyone understands why the Packers are trying to replace him and like don't really care if he's there or not. Like, uh, someone was called him Throw Rogan. <laughs> like he's just been taking L's all week on the internet, uh, and then now he's all mad. And he's up in his feelings, trying to quote Martin Luther King Jr. I was like, damn, you know, usually it's January till we get a white guy misquoting Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> it's like came early. The racism came early this year. Happy Turkey Day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you deserve this, you fucking clown. Yes. Our fuckboy of the week. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron, oh. This is the music play out. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, he's just burying himself deeper. What are you going to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. He can't take an L. No. Which, obviously, we see by now. Yeah. But uh, that's it for this week. Yeah. So, uh, you know, salute to Jason again. Congratulations. And uh, make sure you listen to us every Friday night from 9 to 11 on 97.7 K-Wink, where Caesar and I played nothing but the best in all things hip-hop on Up in the Mix Radio. Yeah, so until um, next week, remember, respect each other. Don't trample over each other. Salute to Antonio, Between the Sheets. It's also yeah. out there Saturdays at 6. Yeah. Uh, another great show. But uh, until next week, stay kind, be cool, and enjoy yourselves. Salute. Salute.